So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure your photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas you're listening to the six figure photography podcast with ben hartley where you get the positive energy you need to help you grow your business your relationships and your mindset if you need the show notes or want to check out the latest blog post visit sixfigurephotography.com Podcast listeners, welcome to the Six Figure Photography Podcast. How are you doing? I'm your host, Ben Hartley, of course. Thank you so, so much for tuning in, for listening. I appreciate you guys, like dearly. I, I've received so many DMs on Instagram. Jay Ben Hartley on Insta, follow me. <laughs> I'm just I've, received, I've received so many DMs on Instagram and, and emails in the inbox um, expressing gratitude, and I just want to pour that back to you. So for those of you who've reached out, who've liked a post or, or mentioned a kind word to me, I just I want you to know I see you, I, I read it, and I really appreciate it, and I make sure to, to reply back. And so thank you for that so much. You guys, it, the purpose of this podcast is to help you grow your business, right? That's that's what it's about. And we do this by bringing on amazing individuals inside of our industry, this, this crazy photography industry, but also outside of it. And so that's the purpose. I also want to invite you guys, if, if your goal is to grow your business in 2018 and beyond, I want to invite you to, because I'm, I'm constantly producing content over on YouTube. Yes, there's the Six Figure Photography Podcast every week, but over on YouTube, there's multiple videos throughout the week. And so if you just do a search for Ben Hartley, uh, Six Figure Photography on YouTube, I'm going to pop up. I'm going to get a link down in the show notes for you guys, but I really want to encourage you to subscribe to the channel on YouTube. There's a ton of amazing content there for you, multiple videos every single week to help you grow your business. Look, without further ado, we're going to dive over and, and talk to our guests because I am like, I'm excited. Like, so hear me out on this. I'm always excited about my guests, right? Everyone's always excited about the guests. And I'm like really excited about today's guest. And mostly because we, we're having her back. Like I know Abby and Abby's incredible. Uh, she's an incredible person. Uh, she's got such an amazing heart uh, for for her business, but but for her clients and her family and, and for her people and, and this world and her God. And, and it's, it's really awesome to be around someone uh, who has that type of perspective. And on top of it, she just kills it on Pinterest. And that's what we're talking about today. Abby Kyle is a Pinterest master. She's the blueprint founder, time-wise teacher, faith encourager, 
mother to everyone, entrepreneur, chauffeur, picker up of Legos, master of minutes, sideline cheerleader, dance party enthusiast, creator of big ideas for creative businesses and families, email ninja, automation genius. Should we keep going? Like she's just incredible, you guys. She was on episode 83 of the podcast one other time. And I want to encourage you to go check out that episode if you want to learn more about Abby, because today we're going to skip some of the intro and we're diving right in deep on content with her. Abby, how are you doing? So good. I was thinking as you were reading all that stuff too, especially because like we're recording now and it's the end of summer and I'm like, I'm also really tired. (laughs) (laughs) My family and I have had just, just a magical summer and and but but we're we're a little tired. It's hot here, and we live in an old house, and the AC's not great. And so I'm I'm just like I'm all those things, and I have a lot of energy. But I'm I'm also feeling we're we're I was telling you earlier we're like army crawling to the finish line to get kids back in school. So. <laughs> I love it. I will add black belt of sleepy eyes on there as well. Yes, exactly. Uh, for, that, for the next time. Exactly. Yeah, if you could, if you could just go uh, update your bio for me on your website, I'd appreciate the consistency. It'd be great. Uh, <laughs> Abby, I, I hear you on that and I, and I relate. And I think a lot of the audience relates to, I mean, yes, it's the end of summer and, uh, you know, for kids for, for, I'm sorry, for the, for the business owners with children, We've had a lot, but even without kids, I mean, for many photographers, this is kind of the the thick of it, at least here in the Midwest. Once things begin to cool off just a touch and we start to enter into that fall season, it really begins to ramp for us. And so I also know that we, we tend to just be exhausted with our businesses, exhausted with the process of not only serving our clients, but that cycle continues, right? The, yeah. the ever present cycle of, oh no, 2019 is here right around the corner and I got to keep booking, right? I got to keep getting clients in the door. And this is why I'm excited to chat with you because, you know, we can't just solely have these very active marketing techniques. And what I mean when I say this, and you know what I mean, Abby, but I'll paint the picture for the audience is, shoot, I need clients. I'm going to go run a, a a Facebook ads for a bridal show, or I'm sorry, Facebook ads for a, for a, for an engagement giveaway, right? I can't just continually be actively like doing these things that are tied to my time to constantly get people in the door. You need to start creating this kind of long form, more passive mm-hmm. uh, marketing efforts that yes. just brings people to your converting website. And it keeps that pipeline full and flowing and consistent and correct me if I'm wrong, Abby, but is that what Pinterest helps you to do? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I I really believe that we go through seasons in our business and we have what, you know, what is the marketing season and whenever that is for you. Like for us here, it's kind of November to like February is really the heavy, heavy marketing season. And that's when you're doing all the things and, you know, you have time to do all the things. And that's when here, like if you're a wedding photographer, brides are really, really looking. But then 
wedding season starts and you're in your working season and you just don't have time to do all the things. And so you have to kind of have these passive underlying things that just keep working themselves and just keep doing, you know, you did it smart when you did it and then it just keeps going. And that is, that is absolutely what is at the core of Pinterest and what has been so awesome for us because, you know, wherever you live, you kind of know, like, you know, okay, this is the busy, busy shooting season. So I know my time is going to be limited as far as, you know, day active daily marketing things, but you don't want to lose momentum. And so you plan for that. And so there are times when we plan our Pinterest out like six months at a time because we can. And then we know it's going and I see the leads coming in and I see the engagement and I see how it's helping our SEO and our website and all those things. But we were able to sit down and do it and make it awesome and be intentional about it. And then we don't worry about it again. And I just schedule a day on our calendar like, oh, we got to we got to go back to Pinterest soon cuz it's about to you know be done. And so how long I, does that take to create like 6 months of of content for Pinterest? So I would say like a season of your favorite show is a good way to do it. Why did you like why do you got to jab like that? Why you got to make me feel guilty? Why you got to make me <laughs> But no, turn but that's like, Come on, Abby. That is Pinterest. So I'm a big big believer and anybody who is part of anything that I ever teach, I really really discourage watching television while you're working. If you're editing, don't watch TV, listen to music, you're more productive, etc. But Pinterest is like the one place where I'm like, no, you can totally turn on a season of your favorite show and just get it done. But if you want to do it like at a a monthly chunk, I tell people it usually takes us to do a month at a time. It takes us about um, about three hours a month. And so we're not spending a ton of time, but we can get a lot of stuff done. We right now for our photography Pinterest, we pin like 70 images a day and who has time for that? Nobody, but we can sit down and pre-schedule it and make it awesome and be intentional about it. And then walk away where I, when I ever, you know, I'm, talking to a group about this, I'm like, do you even have time to pin seven times a day? No, nobody has time for that. But you could sit down and do a huge chunk at a time, catch up on your favorite show, and then let it work and let it do, you know, its own thing. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So look, you, Abby, you are talking to a Pinterest uh, what, what, like, what's, I don't even know how I can de-qualify myself enough. Like, okay. even, like noob doesn't even cut it. Like a Pinterest loser, like a Pinterest, like, uh, man, I just, I don't know anything. Abby. And so yes. this is exciting. Why, why even bother with Pinterest? Like what's, look, we have, we've got so many things to worry about. We have our own website, we got our own darn blog, and then we have Facebook and we've got Instagram and is Snapchat still a thing? And, and then we have this Pinterest. So why Pinterest? So for me, um, I kind of felt that same way. Like I really kind of felt like, oh, Pinterest is great to have a bride or a client send like their inspiration board. So I have an idea. But then 
I had a couple pins that went viral that we had put up and it's, I just started to see this like swell of attention from these little pins. And it's so crazy because we, um, our first two original pins that went viral were images that I wouldn't even put in my best of. Like I, they, if I was going to choose my like top 100 images for the year, they wouldn't have even made it. But for whatever reason, people loved these two pins and I still continue to see them pinned and almost cause they were like a really, really long time ago that I'm almost like, uh, those don't even look like my work anymore, but whatever. Okay. It's still attention and it's still generating good stuff for us. But the thing for me is Everything I have, everything I do in my business and marketing and whatever, it has to fit with my life. And the reality is my life is really busy. I have three kids. We've got school. We've got homework. My boys play baseball year round. I have other things. I have church. I have all this stuff. And so I don't just, I just don't have in my life to be this like actively always on top of the hustle that some of the other social media platforms require. And also, you know, anywhere you would ever read any research, you could, you know, you look up the lifespan of an Instagram post and it's basically nothing. And the lifespan of a Facebook post, and it's so short. Well, Pinterest lasts forever. People are still pinning things that I pinned years ago. And pins never die and they continue to lead back to you. And so it's like every time you add a pin, it's like wherever you are, you're dropping a breadcrumb back to your business and it just keeps continuing to work. And I will have people who find us on Pinterest that are like, I fell in love with a wedding that you shot six years ago and I pinned it. And when I got engaged, I, I remembered that pin and I came back and now here I am. And so for me, because I just don't have the time to do all these things that have such a short attention span and such a short lifespan all the time, I need things that are going to last. And so for me, Pinterest was like the perfect answer because not only do pins last forever, but they strengthen my blog, they strengthen my SEO. And really, Pinterest is a search engine. And I think anytime, like, if you were to go, you know, because Pinterest is mainly for women, their biggest, you know, market share is women. But if you were to ask any woman out there, like, hey, I need ideas for my wedding, the number one place they're going to go is Pinterest, or a recipe or decorating or whatever, women are actively engaging in Pinterest and they look at Pinterest as a search engine. And so they're not going to Google and saying, um, I'm having a country wedding, like country wedding inspiration. They're not Googling that they're going to Pinterest. And so if we're in an industry, especially weddings, where people are constantly looking for ideas and inspiration and all of those kinds of things, like we have to be active in there. But the beauty of it is that we don't have to be that active to get successful. We don't have to respond to comments. We don't have to do like follow and unfollow and hashtagging and all this stuff. We just have to keep putting content on there And we have to have blogs that are built to make it super easy to add. So 
the what I heard you say then in summary is Pinterest is it's a lifelong thing where versus a Facebook post or an Instagram post only exists for that day or that week at max in your feed in terms of engagement. Uh, and you can't search it. So Pinterest is going to continually be cycled. It's going to stay there evergreen. It's going to continue to be found. And then because it's a search platform, it's searchable. It pops up on Google. And then unlike everything else, it actually links back SEO uh, for, for SEO purposes to your website where everything else doesn't. Is that accurate? Yes. Facebook will a bit. Facebook does play into SEO a bit, but nothing the way that Pinterest does. This is one other thing. And this is totally random, but this is also another reason that I love Pinterest. On Pinterest, you don't have to be witty or have the perfect thing to say. And I don't know about you guys, but I am so tired of being witty and I'm so tired of trying to like say the right thing. And on Pinterest, it's like keywords. Just add some keywords and they'll take care of the rest. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. That's why I resisted Instagram for the longest time because I just I'm like I'm tired. I'm t- like I I just want to make videos and not have to write. I want to say kind of funny things and not have to think about how to comment on funny things. Yes, and I I don't I get tired of like responding to all the comments. Like it can get so exhausting, and I think there becomes also with um some of these other platforms they're there becomes this threshold when people get so big or have so many followers that you're just becoming an observer instead of an engager because you never really get, you know, a huge response back. Like once somebody has a thousand comments on their Instagram post, no person in their right mind has time to respond But Pinterest kind of eliminated that. And so you can still be active and you can still be adding new content, but there's not this expectation that, oh, if I pin their image, they're going to like DM me or send me a comment or something. And so I think that makes it much more manageable too, that you can just continue to share what you love and share the content that you love and share the images that you're creating and nobody feels bad if you don't like say, hey, thanks for pinning my image because it's just not the way it works. So it makes it, for me, it just makes it so much more manageable and it's so much more achievable. And the lifespan is so much longer, which is beautiful because we at the first of this year, we did, um, I'm really big into analyzing our marketing results and, you know, all of those things. And we found out that we were spending more time engaging in Instagram and posting and commenting and doing all the things you have to like do to engage in that platform. And only 5% of our inquiries were coming from that platform. And we went and we looked at the other things that we were doing and it was like triple, 15% of our inquiries were coming from Instagram, but then also 15% of our inquiries were coming from Google, which I can see that most of those are coming from Pinterest. Yeah. And so we, we shut down our business Instagram account because it just didn't have 
a big enough ROI. It just wasn't worth the time. And so that's where we took the time we were putting into Instagram and we poured it into Pinterest. So our numbers have only continued to rise and we're, we're getting more inquiries. And so for us, and that is, I always recommend to anyone, like you have to analyze your results before you dive into anything. Um, because I know there are some people that are killing it on Instagram and that's awesome for them. But also I always am like, well, are you even doing these other platforms? Cause that needs to be taken into account. But for us, it just simply came down to what is the most manageable? What is the most achievable? What is the most long lasting for my business and the time I have available? Cause I just, I don't, I don't have a ton of time. And so I need the things that are going to be the most impactful and require the least amount of time. Yeah, that's huge. I'm sure some people just like, like they, they're just still in awe that you actually took down your Instagram account for your business. And I think, uh, I think that's a huge, I mean, that look, if that, if that notion alone, like doesn't wake you up to the power of what we're talking about with Pinterest, um, that then I don't know what will. So let's keep going because I need more practicals. I'm like I'm trying to download as much information as you as I can right now, Abby. Uh, so so let's get let's get practical with this. In order to effectively Pinterest, does that mean I have to uh like effectively blog every week as well? No. Because tell me, has tell me why, tell me more. Because I feel in yes. my mind, I hear Pinterest and I then I immediately go, oh shoot, but I don't blog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so tell me about so, it. Um, who has time to blog every week? Nobody. I know I for sure don't. So what we have done, um, everything, everything for me, literally anytime I look at anything, I'm like, is this a man, is this manageable and is this achievable and is it gonna get results? And so when we looked, you know, and started to dive into Pinterest, the thing we figured out is that you don't really have to blog every week. I don't even blog all the time every month, but we do, we do blog our very best stuff. And I try really hard because I do love our clients so much. I try to blog everybody, but that just doesn't always happen. And so you do have to blog on some level, but you could start your whole Pinterest strategy with like one great post that has like your top 100 images. And you could, um, you know, pick your 20 favorite things that you've ever shot and put those up as really great blog posts. And that would be awesome. And I also, um, I think there's so many things that, um, I do backwards from what a lot of people teach and that's fine because it works for me and it works for my students and whatever. But, um, I'm a big believer in, the more images, the merrier, because that's just more for me to pin. And so I've sat in marketing presentations before where they'll say, oh, you should only pin like 20 images to a portrait session and 60 images to a wedding. And I'm, I'm at the school that like, if you shot 150 awesome images at a wedding, blog them all, put them all in there, blog them all. And then you have 150 amazing images to pin. And so you really don't have to be consistently blogging. Like I'm going to be real honest. Um, I took off the majority of this summer to um, be with my kids. My oldest son is growing up too fast. And I just wanted to spend 
the whole summer with him. So we haven't blogged because we've kind of been running like a ghost ship here and everybody's just doing what is absolutely necessary. Um, We filled up our Pinterest before summer started. We have not blogged in three months. We haven't blogged. And I hit my highest ever monthly viewers on Pinterest. It was over 600,000 monthly viewers. And I haven't logged into Pinterest. I haven't logged into my blog and it's still just doing the work. But we we curate the best of our images. We put things that are awesome into those blog posts. But you don't. You don't have to have there doesn't have to be any like oh I have to blog every week and all of that. You just have to have a good amount of content. And so for me when we originally started getting really serious about um Pinterest, um, I started blogging or I started pinning 15 images a day, which is basically like 415 Im- or 450 images a month. So you need to say, okay, that seems reasonable. So I just need to make sure I have 450 images on my blog, which seems reasonable. And then we added it up and we just kept building on it and we just kept adding more. And so now we pin. 70 times a day, which is 2,100 images a month. But we build up to that. We just kept building and we just kept adding as we had more great content. And, you know, the other thing that's beautiful about Pinterest is I repin content all the time. We have this one wedding that has brought us tons and tons of inquiries. So it's Always, every time we fill up Pinterest, I include that wedding because I know that it's going to lead to inquiries. And if you think about, um, I always like to use Jose Vila as an example. Um, I love Jose Vila. I think he's amazing. Um, He's so talented. His work is so great. I've never seen an image of his on Pinterest and then seen it again later and been like, seriously, Jose? You're just like pinning the same images over and over. Yeah. No, I like see it again. And I'm like, Ooh, I love that image. Like I'm excited. And it re- like, it revives my love for him. And so you can keep pinning the same stuff. We've probably pinned that wedding. Like, well, it happened two years ago and I pin it every month. So <laughs> a lot of times. So do you recommend, I mean, what is, should there be a balance between like repinning and then fresh content? Like should, should you just keep recycling every month, the same content? So what we do is we created, um, a spreadsheet just in Google spreadsheets and we have what we call our top 20. And so we go through and we look at for our team, like what is the best of our work right now? What is the best of our work? And I think that's part of why that one wedding continues to get pinned is because it's still, it's still one of my best. It's, I will always love it. It's so beautiful. But so we go through and then we have these like top 20, the top 20 sessions and things will fall off as we're shooting new stuff. And so when we sit down to pin, we always pin those top 20 sessions. And then we pin new stuff. And so if we have new great things, we'll pin those. Um, But we kind of just, we just keep pinning what we love. 
And we pin what we want people to see and we want them to love. And one thing we figured out, it's kind of ironic, but um, with our business, our brides are really initially attracted to candid images. And that's always what they like initially say, oh, I saw this image or I saw this wedding. And so on our blog and on um, our Pinterest, we use a lot of candid images. But then really, when we get down to the nitty gritty of what our brides actually really want, they want traditional images, which of course, we shoot a ton of, but we don't always pin a ton of those. And so that's kind of the learning curve of it is you start to pin things and then you see, you know, what, what things are getting a good reaction and what things are not getting as good of a reaction. And so we have found for us, like the best things to pin from those top sessions and from our different galleries are the more candid images. We also try, um, and I think this is pretty across the board with anyone who is active in Pinterest is vertical images do a ton better. So we make sure um, it just so happens that we are like shooting style lens a lot to vertical images. So most of our stuff is vertical. Oh, but, this is a problem. Um, I shoot like 99% horizontal. Yeah. So, and then that comes into something that you kind of have to make adjustments for. And so you'll see that some people build like little collages in blog stomp so that when it's on Pinterest, it's showing more of like a vertical type image. Um, But you kind of have to test the waters. And a lot of it is based on your style and based on, you know, what people are looking for. We also make sure um, to pin venues like we always make sure we want to pin venues that we really like working at. And on the flip side, if we work at a venue, which this happens to everybody, if we work somewhere and we're like, yeah, that was a really hard venue. The people that own that place are really difficult to work with. And so we don't, we don't want to become the go-to place for that venue. So we maybe don't, we don't, maybe don't pin that place because We only want to pin what we love because we want to attract people who are looking and love what we love. And so, you know, and it's a, it's a learning process as you're kind of getting into it to, you know, initially, and especially if you're new, you pin everything and then you start to see like, oh, I'm, I'm getting more of this or I'm getting more of that. And I like this. And you just kind of continue to evolve and pin more of what you love so that that's what you attract back. I love it. So now again, P- Pinterest, not non-master here. Uh, you keep saying like, you know, repin, pin, and then, and then even like uh, the automation factor, like what are some of the tools and programs or software or plugins or apps that you use to make all of this so easy? So we do everything through Tailwind and it's awesome. And I'll give you a link that you can add to the show notes um, that we, we do all of it through Tailwind. Tailwind is literally the easiest program to use. It is so incredibly easy and it's $9 a month. Like it's ridiculously cheap. Um, and when you think about when I sit and I sit down and I'm analyzing all of our stuff and I'm like, okay, I pay $9 a month to share 2,100 images. 
that seems like a good good return on investment. And when you look at the number of inquiries we get, so everything we do is through Tellwind, which is super, it literally is so incredibly easy. I love it so much. Um, and yeah, we do all of it through and you have to, they, and they've made it so easy because you have, um, like, I really, really recommend you have a pin it button on all of your images on your blog, because that makes it super easy for other people to pin your work as they're looking at your work and things like that. But um, Tellwind has a plugin that will show up on your blog that makes it incredibly easy for you to bring your images into Tellwind. You don't have to upload them. You don't have to do anything. Like it just feeds straight from your blog. So as long as you're creating good quality blog posts, um, it, it's so incredibly easy. Like I literally can't, I, it, I can't even explain to you how easy it is. It's so easy. And the beauty of it too is it auto posts. So I don't have to remember to do anything. I just fill it up and shuffle it and let it go. Um, but they also have Instagram. So it's a great place. We have, we house everything within Tellwind. Um, our Pinterest, we have, we have, because I have multiple businesses, we have multiple Pinterest pages and, um, we have our Instagram accounts and everything. And so everything lives within Tellwind. And and that $9 is for both Instagram and Pinterest? So it's $9 per month per platform. So if you were to add your your Pinterest page and then your Instagram page, it'd be 20 bucks a month. Can it auto post on Instagram? It can. Sweet. Sorry. I don't want to talk about Instagram anymore. That was it. That's my only question. <laughs> so, okay. This is fun. I like this. I like this. Are there any, are there any like, uh, cause like anytime there's always this learning curve of like getting a new, like a new software, like Planali or later or now tailwind. Like I'm like, Oh God, I got to go learn another thing. Are there any like quick tips, hacks, or like things that you've discovered within using tailwind that make it, uh, a more useful, tool for this type of automation for Pinterest? So, okay. Again, it is so ridiculously easy to use. This is the other thing in my business course. Um, we have a whole section on Pinterest, obviously, and I share a lot of information, but with Tellwind, I basically just share their tutorial videos because they are so incredibly simple. The program is so intuitive. It really is literally so incredibly easy to use. Um, I think for us, like the biggest tips that help us in like the prep of things is that again, we go into Google Drive, we store everything in Google Drive, because then anyone on my team can have access to it. But um, we created, we sat down and we created um, like keyword lists. And so we're like, okay, if it's an engagement session, here is a bunch of regular keywords that we use. If it's a bridal session, if it's a portrait session, if it's a wedding at this venue, if it's a wedding at that venue, if it's a wedding shot by this person or that person, which that just also makes it super easy because then when we're filling it up, um, we can go to that list, we copy, we paste into Tellwind, we might cut out a few if they don't apply, and then we add it to the, like we add it to the schedule. The other thing that I really love um, about Tellwind is they, so I'll go through, I'll do like our top 20 or whatever, and I'll do 
um, like our new stuff. And um, then you just have all this content. But of course, it's like, 100 images from this wedding and 50 images from this session and it and it's all in there but Tellwind allows you to shuffle it so you really can be sharing different types of stuff all the time so each day those 70 pins that we pin it's not 70 images from one wedding cuz truthfully that'd be super annoying but it's all sorts of different stuff. It's just pulling different things. And so it's pinning portraits, it's pinning wedding images, it's pinning detail photos, it's pinning bridles, it's pinning engagements. So I love both of those elements um, that just make it so incredibly easy. Yeah, man, I love this. <clears throat> Pardon like, me. This I'm, is I'm literally like you could get a high school intern and they could do it. I think really truthfully, I'm going to be real honest here. I have an 11 year old and he wants a job and I think he could do this. It's so easy. So what, I, mean, I guess I'm still, I'm trying to wrap my head around that. Like, is there no copywriting required? Um, well, so the way that it will work is that because it's coming from your website, that's the way we do it is everything's coming straight from our blog. So everything leads back to your website. And so when, what we do, um, in every description is we put, you know, our name, my business name, AK Studio and Design, we put my name, the photographer's name, or whoever the photographer was for that particular session. Um, and so you're adding all of that information in as well. And so it really is, it's branding the images to you, it is giving you credit for them. And of course, um, it gets a little bit tricky because people can repin and they can change the descriptions and things like that. But if people click through on those images, they're still coming back to your website. And I think, of course, you're going to have people out in the world who are not honest and do things they shouldn't do. And they may try to like steal your images. But as long as you add metadata to your images, which everyone should be doing and is super, super easy through Lightroom or Blogstop or whatever, um, that image still belongs to you. And if you came across those, I think we all see these on social media from time to time. Some photographer stills a whole bunch of photographers' images. Like You're still covered because the metadata is there and the images belong to you. And so um, we've, we've never really had a problem with that. Um, and I think maybe a little bit, I just kind of let it go. Like the right people are going to find us. And if there's some creepy person out there who has nothing better to do than steal my images, then they got bigger problems in their lives and I don't have time <laughs> for it. So <laughs> sure. watermark or no watermark? No, I don't do watermarks, but I see lots of people that do. And I think that's fine. I see images on Pinterest all the time that have watermarks. Um, I don't think that... Um, I don't think there's like a right or wrong to that. And really realistically for me, I'm going to be, this is like really truth time right here. Um, it's like one more step in the process that I just don't have time for. And I just don't care that much about it. Like yeah, again, cool. I actually think really, the opposite because I have watermarks in our blog posts and I'm like, Oh, that's one more step to like remove it. And so, oh yeah, no, I would just start pinning, like start where you are, pin what you have. There are tons of people pin with watermarks. Um, and I think where, where, Pinterest is an inspiration gallery and it is a search engine. People could still pin your image and love it. They don't care if your watermark's on it. So yeah. 
So we've been talking, you know, very wedding photography specific here, you know, but you, you do some other stuff too with education, with the blueprint, and I'm sure there's, uh, you know, other creative entrepreneurs who are listening that maybe they don't have this gallery of like, you know, brides and wedding dresses and just like dripping with amazing content. And are there ways that you can use Pinterest and, and how would you effectively go about finding pins to pin at this degree? Uh, if you're trying to, you know, do something else apart from weddings, like, like again, even for yourself with the blueprint, do you use the, do you use Pinterest for the blueprint as you educate other creatives? Absolutely. And I think it's definitely the content creation. Cause we're in that same boat, like, you know, having images to pin for my photography studio is so easy because we shot them and they're there and they're just waiting. And then on the other side, we don't have as much content, so we have to create it. But I always kind of say it's apples for apples, guys, because you're either out spending eight hours shooting a wedding to get 150 images that you can pin or sit at your computer for eight hours and create content. Like it really does go both ways. Um, and so we just, we have to dedicate time to creating content. Um, one way that we do that is so with seven summers, which is kind of the mothership for the blueprint, um, we just created templates and every time we create a blog post, we make those templates and they're ready to go. And we're kind of still in that, you know, more new stage, um, with pinning for seven summers and the blueprint, um, that we repost a lot of the same content more. So you're going to see, you know, one certain blog post, you're going to see those templates more than if you had a hundred blog posts sitting on, you know, a website. And so, but we just keep doing it and we just keep pinning. And one thing for us is having um, like branded quotes, because again, that's like a huge thing on Pinterest is women, women love quotes, they love them, and they love to be inspired. And so we don't just always repin other people's quotes, we just create our own templates, and then we can pin our own quotes. And we just create this kind of um, like, within our storage system, we have a bucket that is just, well, a folder, I guess. I call it a bucket from our course, but a folder um, that I just keep dumping stuff into it. Like every time I create a new quote to put somewhere, I put it into that Pinterest bucket. So when we fill it back up, that's now just one more thing. And we're just building and we're just continuing to add stuff and continuing to create things. But it really is, we kind of have to get into this mentality that, you know, oh, photographers are so lucky because they have all these beautiful images. Well, yeah, but we still had to put time in to create those beautiful images and edit those beautiful images. So just swap that time and sit down and start creating content and saying, okay, every blog post that we create, we're going to have a few different things that we can pin for it. And it's it adds up really quickly. We haven't really spoken too much about algorithm. You know, everyone's always talking about Facebook algorithm, mostly Instagram algorithm. Is there an algorithm within Pinterest that we should be aware of? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think um, it's not as frustrating as Instagram's is because, again, I think it's the fact that Pinterest is really in it for the long haul. But you do, I think there is this 
process of you kind of have to stay up on what they're doing. And they, and they've made some changes in the last little bit. But I feel like, you know, this year with Instagram, there's been this like, just this like, upheaval, like people are in such an upheaval of I did all this work, and I put all this time in and the algorithm in my life, blah, blah, blah. It's just not like that on Pinterest, like they do make updates, and they do make adjustments. And again, like Tailwind, Tailwind is phenomenal. They have an awesome Facebook support group. They are so good at educating people on the things that are going on within Pinterest. They are just they are so on top of it that I feel like as long as you read the newsletters they send send out and make those little minor adjustments, you're fine. You're just fine. I love it. Yeah. Abby, like, I just want to keep downloading more and more from you. You have so much information on this. And I know you've got the blueprint cooking um, and seven summers behind that. So like, can you explain more about what this is and where people can find more information online about it? Absolutely. So Pinterest specific, if you're new or you want to like be better, we have a five day challenge that then we'll put in the show notes. That's like the perfect place to start. It shows you like, we're going to walk you through how to get started, how to create a strong foundation, all of those things. It's free. It's five days. It's not a huge commitment, whatever. Um, but that will really kind of get you and go through the specifics. Cause sometimes obviously in a podcast, it's very hard to like do all the details and click here and do this and do that. But that five-day challenge will help with that. Um, the blueprint is, um, it is our business course community. And basically what I did was I started to realize, cause in the past I had, you know, I had a course about pricing and I had one about workflows and I had one about systems and I had one about marketing and, you know, all these different things. And for me, it just kind of came to the point that it was like, you can't be great at marketing if you don't have your pricing together. And you can't be great at pricing if you don't have a workflow and all the, like, they're all just such interconnected things. So we have now created one hub where we just, we talk about it all and we, um, it's 30 weeks worth of live lessons, or you can jump in and do whatever lesson you want and engage in all those things. But we really go through and put all these pieces of this puzzle of building your business, we put them all together. And you're able to say, okay, oh, this is how all these things fit together. And this is the process. And we walk you through, you know, how to create a business plan, how to create a marketing plan, how to use Pinterest and Instagram and pricing and workflows and systems and all these different things. And really, our number one goal with everything that we teach, because I am a mom and I have three kids and we're super busy is that we want to be time-wise in everything. And so with everything that we teach, it really is, you know, this is the pricing structure that we went with because it was the most manageable and the most achievable and the most profitable for us in the time that we have. I teach, um, which I am teaching at United this year, um, a class called the 24-hour work week. Um, and everything has to fit within that time frame. And so for us, hands down, I think there are 
a ton of amazing content and courses and education out there um, and so many brilliant educators. And for us, really our kind of claim to fame and the heart of what everything that we do is how to make it time-wise and how to do more in less time because as your family grows and your time has more demands outside of your business, you you have to navigate that or you're just going to implode. Like time is a mystery to a lot of people. So we try to help them figure that out. I love this. I need to get in. I need to check this out. Uh, Abby, thank you so much. I'm going to make sure that I sign up for the Pinterest challenge. We're going to have links down in the show notes uh, for everyone there. Abby, thank you for spending time uh, sharing all this with us. You know, It's just one of those things that I, maybe I keep hearing murmurs on the street about Pinterest, but I, I feel like you've really painted a very clear picture of I mean, just, just the numbers speak for themselves, how incredibly valuable this can be for your business. So thank you. Absolutely. Yes. And, and the, just, it's the thing that it's going to keep lasting. It's not going to go away. Pins are forever. I feel like that should be the name. Do you want to start a band with me, Abby? It could be called pins are forever. Seriously. I like this idea. Absolutely. So thanks again, Abby. I appreciate you so much. So, oh, one other thing I totally oh, forgot oh, to mention because we love you and we love your friends so much that if people are interested in the blueprint, they get $300 off because they're Ben's friend. So we'll include that as well. But, that's what's up. Wow. That's yeah. a lot off, Abby. <laughs> we'll make sure that we get a link down for that. We'll reference that as well. Wow. Thank you so much, girl. Thank you. Yes, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm telling you, I'm just going to keep saying it again. This this better light of fire into you. I know it did for me. I'm going to close this off. I'm going to hop in the blueprint. I'm going to definitely hop into Tailwind and see what's going on in Pinterest. I'm pretty sure I've got an account from like 2012 uh, that maybe needs to get reactivated. Look, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I want to remind you one last time, head on over to YouTube and make sure you do a subscribe, a Ben Hartley on YouTube, a ton more content going on there to help you grow your business. We're doing photo critiques, live editing, heart to heart, where I just spill my perspective on various ways uh, for sales, increasing profits, uh, closing the deals, getting more bookings. And I encourage you guys to check it out. If I don't see you on YouTube, if I don't get that notification of the subscribe, well, then I will see you on the next episode of the Six Figure Photography Podcast. Thank you so much, everybody.